Hi, I'm Erica Ramirez, founder of Illy and host of What About Your Friends, a podcast dedicated to the many lives of friendship and how it's portrayed in pop culture. Every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish feed, I talk to my best friend, Stephen Othello, and your favorites from within the Ringer and beyond about friendships on TV, in movies, pop culture, and our real lives. So join me every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish feed, where we try to answer the question TLC asked back in the day, what about your friends? There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. Welcome to Jam Session. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm Amanda Dobbins. Just a, a lot of Monday morning news, one of which I didn't know about from our rundown. We're going to talk about Martha Stewart on Sports Illustrated, some Rihanna news, some of our favorite t- topics. But Amanda, you put on our rundown, there's Beyonce injury rumors. Is Beyonce injured? So this is the question. And I'm I'm coming late to this. And Me too. Because... I did not know about the rumors before the Renaissance tour started in Sweden, normal, and the the rumors were kind of circulated. But apparently, amongst the Beyonce stands, there has been some concern for a few months that Beyonce had some sort of injury, foot injury, back injury, not really sure. I believe that it's in conjunction with the fact that there are no, quote, visuals, unquote, for Renaissance, the album, yet. Mm. Oh, interesting. Right. And so the theory kind of came to be that perhaps the quote visuals unquote had not been delivered because she was injured and and, like couldn't dance to Beyonce's normal standard and thus was waiting or was not providing them. And so the Renaissance tour started in Sweden and I did see some, some reports you know, everything is like, you know, Cage and Beyonce is not going to comment on anything. And also, no one wants to criticize Beyonce. At least I, I don't. And her fans don't. But everyone I suggests- no longer want to. Right. I used to feel comfortable with it, but I no, I no longer do. And it's not because of the beehive. It's because she works really hard. Right. But I, I think the choreography suggested that perhaps those rumors were true. Or, or something happened. And I, I think basically mm. she is not dancing as vigorously as we have come to, I don't even want to say expect, but to know of Beyonce, you know, she puts it out there. So I think that this, you know, I've, I've just seen it on the internet. I became aware of it as I was like reading some early, you know, Renaissance footage or looking at some early Renaissance footage, reading about it. I I don't really know anything more, and I am not doing the work of being in the beehive every day. So, you know, I hope I got that right. I thought what I saw, she still is Beyonce, in in my opinion. She looks great. But I did notice, I, I could see what they meant. Sure. Yes. The speculation is related to being lighter on her feet or being less harsh on her body or whatever. Right. It's also, it's like, I would describe it as... 
there's more delineation between the singing and the dancing from what I've mm. seen. And again, I did not go to Sweden last week for the tour. I may or may not be going to Sweden in the near future with Juliet, but I didn't. So I've only seen clips, but it's like normally, you know, Beyonce is like singing Halo or, or whatever, like while doing a backflip. Uh, I mean, not exactly, right. you know, because that movement wouldn't go with Halo, but you understand. And so it's like, sure. She's like singing a bit more and then dancing and then like dancing a little and singing. That was my observation. Also, that would just track with like not being able to train, even if she can do all the dancing. Exactly. It's really hard. You'd have to like really train for that. So yeah, if you you were sidelined for a while, interesting. That must be painful for her if true, like emotionally. I feel like she's a perfectionist. That must be really upsetting. I think that it's like painful for her. And I I think that's really interesting because my first thought was like, well, if she's Beyonce and she had a setback, then why wouldn't you just postpone the tour? But I, there's a lot of tour architecture and work that goes into that and money that goes into it. That, And I think we saw what happens when a lot of people had to postpone their tours for the pandemic. And you can't just like book a state. Once you have a stadium booked, I understand that you can't just like get it three months later or like whenever you feel like it. But I did think it was interesting if true. I mean, the other interesting thing about it is like the sort of fan dynamic of people noticing, but like wanting to talk about it, but not wanting to criticize, you know, but it's sort of like there's a concern element. It seems like it's very hard for the fans as well. You know, even the rumors of it. I think it's interesting. This like this non criticizing zone because I understand I understand not wanting to like and people just I think the emotional connection to Beyonce is like is really unlike really maybe any other star for for those who feel it but like I just feel like you should be able to to point out if something is subpar not as good I don't know isn't that part of art and performance like does it always have to be great and perfect I think part of Beyonce's art is perfection though Mm. And I think that's part of what Beyonce demands of herself. And so understanding that about her. And again, I don't think anyone is saying that it's subpar. It's just noticeably different than what Beyonce is normally doing. And I think even wrapped up in the fandom is what you just said, is that knowledge that if true, it must be very hard for her because she is a perfectionist. Also, I just, you know, everyone ages and... I can speak to my own greeting of my physical limitations as I age. That's tough. So it's not fun for me. I bet also Beyonce, even though she's has a very different experience, is like probably having a hard time too. I don't know. It's not that it's bad. It's just different. Sure. I just, I think it's, I think it's um, bad that you can't call out difference, but I understand the emotion, <laughs> the emotional piece of it, but still. I don't know. It's just, it's also very unique to Beyonce. Obviously this is like a, this is like a long, a long, a long standing rhetorical conundrum with Beyonce. I know. And you always chafe against it. So yeah, I just think it's, I just think it's weird. I think that you are being fairly gracious right now. (laughs) Thank you. So thank you so much. Yeah. Shall we move on? Sure. Onto Sports Illustrated, who re- which released its four different covers today. Um, two people I've heard of, one person I was aware of, and one person I'd never heard of. But most importantly, Martha Stewart, one of the two I'd heard of, is one of the cover models at 81 years old. Pretty exciting for Martha. 
Is there anything that Martha Stewart will not say no to at this point? We don't have evidence of that. I don't know. It's it's a good question. She looks great. She looks fantastic. Sure. And congratulations to her if if she wants to be on the swimsuit edition at, at this point in her life. I did also want to use this just to remark upon like the number of weird endorsements and appearances that Martha Stewart makes these days. Like it is really just escalated. And I, you know, it would, a classic Amanda thing would be like, are there money problems? But I know Martha Stewart's history. So I have to assume there are money problems of some sort and things have not gone as she wanted them to recently, but it's noticeable. That's all. It is pretty weird. I have to agree. Also, it's funny because I don't, I'm not sure we can say she had a great time. I don't know if she did or she didn't, but there's like, she says she had a good time. That's so I guess we should, we should accept that on face value, but she also, I saw a quote on Evan Ross Katz's Instagram. I wish I could find the source, but he screenshotted it of her talking about how people kept referring to her breasts as girls and like telling her to like do different things for eight hours and how she like found it annoying and unpleasant. But, and then she's like, but I had a great time in the Dominican Republic where we were shooting. So, you know, I think, I think being a model is, you know, not, not as glamorous and as easy as it may seem on the cover of Sports Illustrated. And Martha had to confront that. She also had to wear eight different bathing suits. It's just like a lot of time in a bathing suit. It's true. It, in general, I think like a, a photo shoot sounds like one of the least fun things that a person could ever be a part of. I hate having my picture taken. I'm also incredibly uncomfortable having my picture taken. I would say I'm uniquely unphotogenic. So that may be flavoring what's going on here, but I think it sounds like hell. It's like hours and hours and hours of people just poking at you and being like, do it different and better. And you're like, what? It's just me. I don't know what else to do. Anyway, maybe she had a nice time. I found the quote from Evan Ross Katz. It was from the New York Times. And the question was, were there physical challenges during the shoot? And she said, I had to wear nine different bathing suits. All these people were prodding me and talking about the girls. I've never called my breasts the girls in my life. I hate stuff like that. The whole time, these people were nudging, poke this out, push that in. I had to put up with that for eight hours. Still, we were shooting in the Dominican Republic and I had a really good time. So, yeah. I was just scrolling through Martha Stewart's Twitter feed to kind of get some examples of the other things she's been doing. I mean, you know, it's a lot of chickens and farming and such. The Skechers collaboration was something that I I paused on. She also does a podcast and Who doesn't? Uh, sure, right. That that's not that that big of a deal. And you know, a, a Gold Belly collaboration. She's got Marley Spoon, her meal prep service. I guess those are all normal. Oh, right, and her T-Mobile sponsorship. Okay. Of course. How could you, I, you forget know, that one? Of course. I mean, I guess if a cell phone company comes to you and is like, hey, will you be a sponsor? You're like, sure. Why not? Yeah. Just make sure you got that cash for the rest of your life. Yeah, just to make exactly. sure you're, you're comfortable. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I mean, why not? A couple other really good quotes from here. There are people who find nothing quite as steamy as your competence at work. What do you make of that? I just returned from four and a half hours at Bread's Bakery in Union Square. I had a big achala in the shape of a crown, something I'd never done before. When I finished, that bread looked better than the baker's version. But I'm a teacher and kind of an artist. That doesn't ex- that doesn't answer the question whatsoever. I'm just like, okay, whatever, whatever you say. Can I say though? Have we talked about Bread's Baked Babka before? Yes, I think we have. I yeah, and you're not a fan, and I'm like, it's the best thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, I, but it's it's very popular. I think that I'm just like very particular. I like a down I like a down market one. Okay. Here's another sponsorship for Big Easy Lighters. 
So that doesn't make a lot of sense. She's got a couple Roku channel shows, Tito's Vodka. I, you know, okay. Just, whatever. She's doing wh- it all. Whatever you say, Martha. Have you heard of the all other three swimsuit cover models? No, I don't even know who they are. Could you tell me right now? This is like my own personal Today Show unveiling of the Sports Illustrated oh, swimsuit sure. issue. Something I look forward to yes, every year. I'd love to. I'm going to reveal them to you and I think likeliest to have heard of it to least likely to have okay. heard of them. Great. This is exciting. Number one, I think you've heard of her, Megan Fox. Okay, sure. Yes. She was in some Transformers movies. Correct. And may or may not be married to Machine Gun Kelly at this time. Who's That's to say? Right. Number two, Kim Petras. Petras? I don't know how to say it. Sorry, Kim. Won a Grammy? Yeah, won a Grammy. Right. And then a full-on model, Brooks Nader. Brooks Nader. No idea. I'm Googling right now, though. Yeah, I'd never heard of Brooks Nader either. So okay. what do I... I was just like, wow, okay, learning something all the time from... Sports Illustrated. Great stuff. <laughs> Congratulations to everyone. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm like, I'm like grateful to be learning about a new model. I don't, I don't know. It's very weird. Uh, I think she's from the South. Okay. You know, ha- happy for her, happy for all of us. In general, what do you think about Sports Illustrated putting Martha Stewart on the cover? Like, it's cool. I support it, obviously. But, I, you know, it's undeniably a stunt for attention, mm-hmm. which is successful. And great. Why not? Here we are talking about it. Sure. Yeah. But I'm just like curious, like how you feel about that in general. I don't really think I have a lot of feelings about it, to be honest. I'm sort of. It's a it's a pure stunt. And I think Martha Stewart also is doing it for attention, along with her many other sponsorships, you know, that I guess she's doing it for attention and the money that comes with it attention in the form of the other sponsorships that I just read for free on this podcast. So sure. Why not? I, I don't think I'll like think about it a lot. I'm not really sure that I looked at this and was like, wow, empowering. But, you know, it, not everything has to be empowering. I just, I'm not, I'm not buying in like the late in life girl power message from it, but that's okay. Good for Martha Stewart. Seriously, she looks beautiful. Yeah. I think I, ha- I think I once had one of the bathing suits she's wearing in like a different color. That white one that's like a Norma Kamali, I think. Oh, I yeah. Know. Classic. She looks nice. Yeah. All right, next. Happy birthday to Riza, the son of ASAP Rocky and Rihanna. Yes. That's also, now we know uh, that Riza is the name of ASAP Rocky and Rihanna's son. He's very cute. Seems like he had quite the birthday party. I really enjoyed the photo carousel that Rocky posted celebrating his son's birthday. The good times were had by all. And really just like the year of, of Riza. And... I I remain a fan of this family. I can't believe it's been a year. I can, but only because I still think about it in relation to Rihanna. Like in your your own pregnancy and my own pregnancy and also Rihanna being pregnant again. And that is the part that I find like absolutely Mm. just mind boggling. But I, again, babies are great and I'm happy for them. That's really nice. Yeah. I believe it's also the an- anniversary of Savage Fenty, the five-year anniversary. So she does all of her big things together. And I, I did you see the picture she posted of herself in honor of that? No. Oh, it looks great. Check yeah. check it out. She looks really good. Bad girl, Riri. Shout out to her. Just always keeping us on our toes. And so much more baby content to come, I'm sure. I wonder if what they did for Mother's Day. Yeah, I don't know. I think... That Riz's birthday was very close to Mother's Day. I yeah. I think, you know, 
within a couple days. So a lot. I think Rocky was probably pretty busy. You know, <laughs> I, th- I think you're probably. I right. hope. So, I hope so because if you didn't honor Rihanna on Mother's Day appropriately, like you're in trouble. Not just with Rihanna, but like with the world. You know. Yes, that's that's a great point. I said this to a friend yesterday. I think that Mother's Day and Father's Day Instagram might be the nadir of online life for me. Just wondering how you feel. I feel what what is your personal Instagram nadir holiday? Instagram holiday nadir? Yes, That's probably better. I think it. I think it's probably for me International Women's Day. Mm. Which my friend is, said a similar thing. Which is made up and is an excuse for companies that definitely don't empower women the rest of the year to or care about women the rest of the year you know not every company has to empower women I suppose but maybe they should be respectful like you know to post like nonsense I I don't really get that personally but it's more the corporatization of it I agree that Mother's Day and Father's Day especially when people our age are posting photos of their parents and it's like are your parents going to see this on the other hand, sometimes they're cool photos. The one post that I enjoyed yesterday, and to my knowledge, my husband and I did not participate in Mother's Day Instagram. He didn't post <laughs> to my anything. Knowledge like, as well, you, you, you did not. I mean, I, like, I don't think Zach posted anything under the wire to offend anyone. Sophia Coppola posted a picture of her mother, cool. mother Eleanor Coppola, um, who's also a filmmaker. And it was like a photo of oh, cool. young Eleanor Coppola, like with a camera. And I was like, wow, this is just a cool photo of someone I really admire. So... You know, as always, Sofia Coppola gets the pass. I agree with you. I I do like the baby content, though. So we also have a, a mutual friend who did Mother's Day content, but it was just about how her son screamed on a plane the whole time for Mother's Day. And, mm. and I enjoyed that. I like baby content as well. I prefer baby content to to like Mother's Day content. I know yeah. that they go together on this one particular no, day. I don't but- think they do. I mean, I have pretty complicated feelings about Mother's Day because... On the one hand, I am a mom and I didn't have to clean up after my son yesterday. And that was really sick. Like as an A plus experience for me, I got coffee in bed. It's like, it's like a nice thing. Like on the other hand, it took me a long time to become pregnant. I really wanted to be like, I had some trouble with it. It was very a fraught time for me before I became a mom. It's obviously a fraught time for people who want to be a mom, who do not want to be a mom, who have lost a mother, who don't have a great relationship with their mother. It's like, there are a lot of, there are as many ways to feel bad People, about yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah. so I really get it. And I, and I do find the posturing to be not even posturing. I'm just like this, like this can go wrong or be like so annoying, even when you don't want it to be. So I think I'm, I'm with you, but I just, I, you know, it's, it's like, it's like complicated as you just laid yeah, out. And I'm totally. just like. Tween. And also, the other thing is it's boring to me. Baby content, not boring. But like, yeah, I love yeah, my yeah. mom content, boring. Yeah, so. I, I would agree with that. Uh, let, me, let me say one more thing. And I'm like, as I'm about to say this right now, I'm like, does, and does anyone I know and in my life, did anyone post this phrase on Instagram? And I'm like, I don't think so. And if you did, and I am making fun of it, I don't know. The whole thing about like, thank you for making me a mama. Like, I, you know what? Let's, let's relax, okay? Let's, it is a day about you, but I think it's, and that's just, do we need to be on behalf of the child? Yeah. I just, I don't know. It's not my fave. And I'm like, it's, it's a day for other people to celebrate you. That's cool. But like, it's not your second birthday. You know what I'm saying? I have, 
I have one exception to that. Yeah. I think a really healthy or like loving relationship between a stepmother and a stepchild that I would maybe be like, well, that's nice. That's actually totally true. That's very lovely. That I think would be like, okay, well, that's nice. They had to work at this because it suggests it suggests responsibility. Yeah. I would also say that like my discomfort with that phrase has a lot to do, I think, with like the concept of being a mom and how that Mm -hmm. has like been branded and like honestly, like a lot of the culture and content around it. And it's, it's a very fraught thing. And I don't really identify with a lot of the other way that people have like had momhood subsume their identity. So, but that's more about me and like, and my things anyway, it, it's interesting time. I, here's what I will say. If I hope everyone who is a mom had a nice mother's day and I hope everyone else oh, yeah, of course. Was, was not too bugged out about it. Cause it can be a weird day. This was really, for me, a commentary on Instagram. So I just yeah. I want to say I support many moms. And <laughs> I think it seems like great. <laughs> and yeah. he, it just also made me, you know, Rih- Rihanna's being a mom is what really made me think about it. So, yeah. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. All right. Next topic. Eurovision was this weekend. I don't know if that if that really captured you. I follow a lot of random like European reporters or like mm-hmm. I, I report or I follow a lot of like English reporters who live in Europe and report on finances for the Financial Times and or like Formula One reporters who live who knows where. And they were all united on Saturday night by Eurovision. And then this. And so that was like what I saw on Twitter. And through that, I learned that Kate Middleton did her second piano outing of recent memory. And she played a, the piano, allegedly, in the middle of Eurovision. <laughs> it's just an, another another moment of the royals inserting themselves into pageants of song. Well, I, I will say that despite the UK no longer being a part of Europe, they did host Eurovision. So <laughs> sure did. I guess that that was like her hosting duties. I just have like a a blank space where Eurovision knowledge is supposed to be in my head. Like I have, I know that it's happening and I kind of have an understanding of what it means. It's, you know, it's like a camp spectacle for all of Europe. I don't think I've ever heard a Eurovision song. I've never watched a performance. I just, 
I don't know. It's like one of those things where the cultural exchange can only go so far, you know, and it's not <laughs> gone as far as your vision for me personally. Does this fall under your like love is blind bucket of like things you know a lot about? No. When, in the year 2011, I was in Ireland and an Irish Eurovision act that you may be familiar with, Jedward, was very popular. I do remember and Jedward, yeah. Jedward was so weird and bizarre. And the fact that they came from Eurovision is sort of like what made Eurovision stick in my mind. Cause I like my friend and I became obsessed with Jedward for a time as did many people. They like moved to LA. They befriended Tara Reid. Like there was a <laughs> Jedward moment and like 13 years ago. And so that is where this came from for me was right. My trip to Ireland, which was really formative. Cause it also was when I first learned about one direction. Cause they had like just formed one direction and little mix they were on the radio constantly. So really formative time in pop music for me when I went to Ireland in 2011. Okay. <laughs> That's really beautiful. Thank you. Uh, Kate Middleton was wearing a very elaborate Jenny Packham blue dress and was seated at a piano. I think it was a, a repeat, right? Probably. She loves to do that. And honestly, that's, she should. that's great. great. You should. Why not? Yeah. She was seated at a grand piano at Windsor Castle and allegedly played along to last year's winning song. I I didn't even listen to her playing, but I will say that the video clip that I watched briefly without sound on Instagram, it didn't look like it was a solo, you know, Kate Middleton holding up the entire performance by herself. <laughs> Do you know? I think she had a compliment yes. at the very, she had backup. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was like her recital, I don't know if she played the piano or not, but I do love that this is like one of the headlines coming out of Eurovision. Did is like conspiracy theories about it. Also, it is like her second conspicuous piano performance. The other one was at like some, I think a royal holiday performance. A it couple was a lessons ago. and carols situation. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's just funny that like this is becoming part of her public persona. It's like she likes sport and playing piano. It's very safe. Also common with children. Playing sports and the piano. I don't know whether she played as a child, but I kind of like that she has, you know, an adult hobby, you know, yeah. that she's like practicing yeah, sure. on from time to time. That that seems great. And she just trots it out once in a while to like belong. It's I was better than polo, you know? I guess I question like the strength of this hobby, but listen, I think most adults have been through many hobby phases. So it really rings true. <laughs> it's hard to stick to it, you know? You just you know sometimes what? you feel it, sometimes you don't. But it's like two times recent. That's consistency. That's definitely more yeah, than sure. I practiced for the last couple of years that I played the piano in high school. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, that, that went out pretty quickly for me as well. All right, moving on. Mm -hmm. I don't really want to dwell on this, but I just felt we wouldn't be doing our jam session response the obligations right if we didn't touch on last week's viral video of... Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez getting into their Tesla where some say Ben Affleck slammed the car door after opening it for Jennifer Lopez and looked very angry. And, you know, we are chronicles of Benifer, so we have to talk about this. But I just got to say, I appreciate everyone on the internet who was like, yeah, he looks mad. He's being hounded by photographers. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that tracks for me. Exactly. It's, like, it's it seems horrible. They don't have no privacy. They can't even like get into a car on like a random corner on a random day. I it really sucks. You. Yeah. Have you seen either of the Benefer films that were released this past weekend? Did you know this, that 
both Jennifer Hi- Lopez hypnotic, and Ben Affleck. And mother? Yes, the mother. The mother. Speaking, yeah, is that speaking where the, of. Is that the mother memes? Is that where it comes from? The mother? Like she mm. is mother? Uh, no, I, th- those are just separate. I think that's just like internet speak and Gen Z speak. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I have not seen either film. Yeah. Uh, I don't plan to see either, but I do plan to watch Air, which just came to Amazon Prime. So oh, right. I'll be yeah. watching that very, very soon. Looking forward to it. I I look forward to your review. I'm, I'm seeing Hypnotic tomorrow, and I plan to watch The Mother on a plane flight shortly. Are you, uh, are you worried about the star power of Ben Affleck as an actor? Well, uh, on the big picture, we recently updated our 35 over 35 movie stars list. Which is a difficult task when you think about, as you and I discussed a few weeks ago, all like according to recent surveys, all the movie stars are over 35. They're just all geriatric. I had to make some tough decisions, and I did ultimately remove Ben Affleck from the 35 over 35. But, but, Juliet, with the caveat that it's not so much that Ben Affleck is no longer a movie star as then he's choosing to be in his director, director industry yeah. mogul phase of his life, right? Even as a- in air, as you will see, it's a supporting role, you know? Right. He's Which taking this yes. He's taking these these parts on the side. He's directing, he's reinventing he's the, the industry. CEO. Exactly. So I feel like it's Ben Affleck's choice, so it's okay with me. Okay. That's very that's very kind and and I and I think correct. Thank you. Yes, I I just wish them happiness. It just seems hard. I would hate being hounded all the time. So I'm sorry, guys. I hope you're doing okay. We, we see you, unfortunately for you, yeah. and we wish you the best. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Okie dokie. Last topic that I wanted to hit, and Amanda, feel free to throw in any mm-hmm. curveballs. Last week, we talked about Taylor Swift and Maddie Healy from the 1975 Dating. No confirmation, but they were seen on a very PDA-heavy date at Casa Cipriani, which is like a, a special Cipriani here in New York during in an off day from the Eras tour. So it seems like pretty legit that they're together. And I also wanted to note that we were like, yeah, cool, whatever you want. But then moments after we recorded a jam session, I was looking at our, our uh, Ringer Dish colleague, Amelia Wedemeyer's Instagram, and she had a catalog of across several slides of Maddie Healy being problematic, including recently doing a Heil Hitler uh, salute on stage, which his bandmate said was ironic. And then he also insulted Ice Spice in like a, a racial way. And I guess this is like well-known behavior from Maddie Healy. There's there's a lot of it. There's a lot of incidents of him being problematic. And I just, I just felt we had to note it because I didn't want to give him a free pass. We were just, we're speaking out of ignorance and no longer ignorant. So I just, I just wanted to mention it and thank our colleague Amelia for bringing it to my attention. I will be honest, I did not see these slides. So I'm learning about this in real time. This maybe explains why some of the Swifties were more upset about this than we were. Yes, I think that's, I think that's okay. why. I think that is why. And also, frankly, I find it surprising. Does not jive with many of her stated positions. So we'll see how that goes. One thing I'm, I'm like sort of finding amusing or I'd say like I'm bemused by is like the era's tour becoming like a, just like a source of like celebrity news. Mm-hmm. Like I was scrolling page six and like Keith Urban was there and he posted us like an era's TikTok. I think also of Maddie Healy. And it's like, okay, so everyone's getting their info 
from the celebrities who want to show that they've been to the Eras tour. And I also wonder if like, is it possible they're required to post if they go to the Eras tour for free? Like, is that part of the deal or is it just something cool to do? It's a great question. You're assuming that Keith Urban didn't pay for the tickets. That's correct. All right. Do you think, do you think Keith Urban pays for tickets? Period. I bet someone paid for them. I don't think that Taylor Swift gave them to him for free, but no, I don't think that he paid money for them, whether it was a promoter or, you know, a label or something or other. Yeah. Or like, yeah, like the, like an agent or something like that. Yeah. Manager. Yeah. There we go. So I don't know. It just, it's funny. It's like, it's a real, it's a real font of information. I had to take TikTok off my phone. Just an update from last week. It was eating up too oh. much data and, or not data, storage. Mm. Though I assume also data if I checked that. And I just, it's come to my attention that I have a low amount of storage on my phone. So I I didn't know they were offering more storage, you know, on the phones these days. So I just, I have to to be precise and aware. (laughs) Well, I just, I'm just, I'm I'm learning, I'm sharing as I go along. I didn't really need to be on TikTok. I found it ultimately extremely overwhelming and it served me mostly stuff I didn't want. So I think I, the only thing I wish I was getting, which I'm not, is like product reviews, but usually that makes it to a web page that served to me. I was going to say, or you just Google it plus TikTok, and then someone's aggregated it, and then you do right. it that way. But I, I, I have to like know about the product to Google it. Like for example, tomorrow I'll be having two pieces of Shea Mitchell luggage arriving. Oh yes, yeah. I think it's called base. I don't know. I'm really excited. But I've, I like can't wait to see what it's all about. But I feel like I'm late to the strand because I'm not on TikTok. But I mean, it's fine. I don't need to be early to it. But I'm like, maybe I, I would have upgraded my luggage sooner had I known. How did you find out about it, though? I think I was Googling like carry-on bags or something. Oh, no. You know what I was Googling? It was like travel backpacks, like a good okay. backpack for carry-on or whatever. I got served an Instagram ad for it. So, you know. They, maybe that's how I got it, too. I get the, a lot of... The 35-year-olds plus market still exists and they're still serving the things to us. It's just slower and on Instagram. The main thing I'm getting in my 35-plus Instagram ads is anti-thigh-chafing undergarments these days, like exclusively. I get so many Knicks ads, like so many. I get a lot of those too, but for thigh-chafing, you just got to go with Thigh Rescue, right? From Megababe? Yeah. Once again... Yeah. Katie Storino, Mega Babe. That's where it's at. I endorse the deodorant as well. Or you get the short, get shorts like for yeah. less money on Amazon. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so sorry, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> just, just how it goes. All right, everybody. Thank you to our producer, Jade Whaley. We'll be back next week with a book spectacular. 